everybody. This is Nadia Murdoch with Nadia Murdoch Fit, and we are here with Miss Samantha Clayton of Samantha Clayton Fitness. She is the VP of Worldwide Sports Performance and Fitness at Herbalife Nutrition. Hi, Samantha. How are you? Hi, Nadia. I'm fantastic and honored to be on today. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I was just going through and reading your bio and I'm just in awe of everything you've accomplished all while having four kids. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I'm definitely a multitasking mom of four. Yes. So tell me, let's just backtrack a little bit and tell me a little bit about how you got involved in fitness overall. Yeah. So, you know, I, prior to fitness, I was into sports. I was an athlete for the British Olympic team. And, you know, for a lot of athletes, when you're finishing up your sport, you're really not sure what direction to go in professionally. Do you go into TV? Do you, you know, what do you do? And for me, um, I studied chemistry at college, but knew I have way too much energy to be stuck in a lab. And so um, by accident, I had a friend ask me after having a baby if I would train them back to back to health, if she could train with me. And I realized through watching her results and having her come and train with me a few days a week that. I, it's something I really wanted to make a career of. And so I just kind of dove head first and got lots of fitness certifications through AFA and NASM and all the, all the good certifying agencies. And, and that was 15 years ago and I haven't looked back since. And so I think my inspiration really came from helping one person, seeing how good it made me feel, seeing how good it made her feel and realizing I could do it for the rest of my life. Amazing. And so now I need to ask, so that was 15 years ago. At that point, did you, you had only one child. So when did the triplets come along? Yes. And so, um, you know, I'll, I, I love to share with people. I really struggled with fertility issues, which I think is very common for athletes. Um, and so it's so crazy. I struggled to have my first boy and he was such a blessing to come into the world. But then a year later, I just wanted one more. Um, and I found out at 11 weeks pregnant that, um, I was pregnant with triplets and it, it was just an incredible journey. And obviously during my pregnancy, I couldn't exercise at all. It's quite a high risk situation. I was on bed rest, but the minute they were born, I realized, you know, fitness is something that makes me happy. And even in times of being so busy, um, I needed to have fitness in my life. So I just jumped back into teaching and took a long time to get back in shape, but I just stuck with it. And that must be frustrating. Um, obviously, the health of your children always come first. I have one son, so I know how the restriction of not being able to work out. But from going from being a professional athlete to being restricted to bed rest, how how did you deal with that mentally? Like, you're not able to move your body the way you did before. Was that a struggle? Or were you just thinking about the well-being of your children and that really monopolized everything? You know, it's, it's a wonderful question that you asked because at first when the doctors told me um, that I needed to go on what's called precautionary bed rest at 20 weeks along and said, you know, really you can just get up for meals, maybe a little bit of pool time, but that was it. At first I was completely devastated, like, oh my gosh, how will I ever survive this? Um, however, then I met with, they have you do a tour of the... Um, NICU, the unit for when babies are born early. And it was amazing. I got to tour around. And after seeing that, I never fussed ever again because they told me, you know, every week that the babies could stay inside my body gave them a higher risk of being healthy. 
And so I just kind of threw that time in bed into spending time with my boy who was still a baby. You know, he was only 14 months at the time. And um, I became a huge fan of Thomas the Tank Engine and reading <laughs> books and became quite the doodle artist. And I, I used it as bonding time. So I just knew it was temporary. It was very hard because obviously lack of movement, your joints are hurting. I was growing at an insane rate. So I was huge. Um, but I just knew that once the babies came into the world, it was a, would be a blessing if they were healthy. And that's how I kept my mind right every day. And of course, some days I cried, as you would, <laughs> um, wishing I could get up. But, um, you know, the health of my babies was my priority at that time. Amazing. Um, so now I need to know. So as a professional fitness instructor, I looked at your videos. I love how you offer a lot of beginner videos. I saw some cardio videos. What are your personal favorites that you do for yourself to stay in shape? Oh, I love that question. So I'm, um, I laugh. I call running the little black dress of fitness. It's something that's always in fashion. It's classic. It's timeless. You don't need equipment. You can do it in any city. You know, I travel a lot. So I kind of find myself, um, I, I really do love running, not long distances. I kind of prefer to run fast being a former sprinter. But I like to kind of mix that running with functional exercise. So like a typical workout for me is to go on a run and finish that like a 5K and then finish that with, you know, the usual squats, burpees, plank, you know, a little high intensity interval session. So just for me, practical fitness is best. Like your body is the best piece of equipment that you have because it goes everywhere with you. Mm -hmm. um, so you have no excuses. You know, you don't have to say, oh, I can't get to the gym or I don't have time. Um, so I'm a huge fan of functional movements that you can do anywhere at any time. And some of the moves, Sam, that you described, I feel like are great to do with your kids too, when the weather is nice, if you're outside, do you find yourself working out with your kids a lot? I do. And it's been something that I've done since there were tiny tots. Um, obviously when I went into the world of, you know, recording fitness, um, you know, you would rehearse and see what moves feel going good together and, even since my little ones were tiny, it's amazing how they love to follow you and do competitions and, and kind of share in your joy. And now I have my oldest is 14. Um, and this is his first year with his little gym membership. And so I actually am doing some, you know, personal training with my own son. And if you can imagine how that feels as a mom to be kind of setting his foundation for sports, um, it feels great. You know, I've no doubt he's going to go on to be a phenomenal athlete. And um, so, yeah, my kids are involved in my fitness all the time. As babies, they were my weight. I'd be holding my baby, doing squats. And <laughs> <laughs> I love these. I'm totally taking notes because my son is 14 months next week. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do <laughs> And you'll love, you know, if you just put on like a dance DVD or pull it up online, the joy that you see in kids trying to follow movement, you know, coordinated movements, obviously really good for kids. So I kind of feel for any moms or dads, if you can kind of have your kids do exercises that revolve, involve a little coordination, you know, legs going one way, arms going another, you're helping right. their mental health as well. You know, you're helping those kind of nerves connect with the brain and the body and hand and foot eye coordination. It's, it's quite exciting. Amazing. So I do have to talk about some more of your credentials because the list is long. <laughs> um, uh, it says here that you're the VP of Worldwide Sports Performance. What is that? Is that part of Herbalife? And if so, tell me how they work together. 
Yeah, so I've worked with Herbalife over the last seven years. I started with them as a fitness consultant, writing blogs and filming videos for them. But then I became a full-time director for them. And basically, and now most recently, vice president, which is just so phenomenal, you know, to be a working mom and having such a prestigious role at an amazing company. And so my, my job really involves a few things. I'm responsible for employee fitness. Um, we have many employees around the world. So setting that culture of wellness within the company making sure that our employees have access to nutrition advice, fitness advice, um, staffing our gyms. Um, you know, we're really dedicated to having healthy staff. And then my job is for our independent distributors is to provide them with fitness education also. Um, so whether that's in the form of blogs or, you know, six-week training plans that we provide online. So essentially for worldwide, I'm responsible for all of our content, whether it's having my, you know, reviewing content that other team members have written, um, but for our overall philosophy. And the exciting part of the sports performance side of my job is um, our company sponsors a couple of hundred athletes, those that range from professional athletes like Cristiano Ronaldo of the world, the Galaxy team. And so, wow. so I manage a team of doctors um, that um, help to make sure that our athletes are getting great nutrition advice, um, you know, nutrition timing advice. Um, and of course, you know, the science that goes behind that, we want to see, you know, what are the benefits of nutrition combined with exercise? And so, you know, having studies done and um, writing documents. So it's really quite an amazing job. Amazing. And I was looking at the videos and I, um, I saw some people, some familiar faces. Do you find that people that you meet um, within the world of fitness kind of overlap within um, your position at Herbalife? Don't you find that the world of fitness becomes smaller and smaller the more, immer the more you are immersed in it? I really do. You know, I, I think the fitness world in general is just it's really blossoming, which is fantastic. There's so many great fitness professionals inspiring other people to be active. And so, and, you know, obviously with all the amazing fitness conferences, I make a point of getting to conferences, not just here in the US, but around the world to see what the trends are and what's happening. And you're right, the fitness world becomes very small. And now in my position, I've had the great opportunity that I can you know, use other fitness professionals and bring them on board with Herbalife and, and have them inspire through our company and kind of give them a larger platform than maybe the platform that they have on their own um, to kind of broaden their voice into a worldwide voice. Um, and that's one of the reasons I really love um, Herbalife Nutrition is that it's a platform to inspire many people around the world. I love it. Um, so what are some fitness trends? I always see the same trends in the States. Every time the first of the year, you start seeing those articles come to surface. So you did mention that you do some conferences out of the U.S. Are there any trends that aren't really buzzing over on this side of the world yet that you, you already have the inside scoop? Um, you know, I would say last year there was a conference called Rimini Wellness Conference that happens in Italy. It's one of the largest um, in Europe. And I actually had a lot of my team members pre presenting at that conference. I was very surprised to see a huge influence in STEP. I have a feeling that STEP's wow. about to make a comeback. You know, it was huge in the 90s. It kind of disappeared. But there was a lot of showcasing of different types of STEP, STEP combined with other functional movement. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was like an oldie that's about to become a new. Um, but, you know, I just think, to be honest, that 
fitness is really kind of um, going back to the fundamentals. You know, you see the hip training is really popular where you're using, you know, traditional compound movements, functional mm-hmm. training. I kind of have a feeling that fitness is going to go back to being a bit more practical and user-friendly um, mm-hmm. and a little bit less complicated. I kind of feel like everyone's kind of decomplicated because they understand that the average consumer needs simple. So I think we'll kind of start to see that as, as 2018 goes on is a really simplified, short, fast, easy um, type workouts. And of course, you know, yeah, I'm sure yourself, you love music. I think um, we're going to see music being tailored more towards fitness as well. I love that. I love how you said that it's going back to basics because I, I've started to see that just in class schedules and what people are writing about. And I think that the easier it is, it e- the easier it is for someone to maybe want to try um, a workout or get healthy because it's such a deterrent if it's too complicated or too intimidating so I love how you said it's going back to basics yeah I really have a feeling that it is you know um in you know injury prevention is important we need to keep people exercising and safe and like you said you know when the messaging is really simple it's it's more accessible for everybody else I kind of feel like the more complicated things um People who are already fit, they'll find them out. But I think the general messaging all around is going to be focused on on the basics. Oh, I, I totally agree. So that kind of leads me into my next question. What are some tips? It's now mid-February and any, you know, most people do those New Year's resolutions. I'm going to get fit, but they've probably already fallen off the wagon already <laughs> if they're not mentally committed. So for those that are still struggling, still struggling to stay on track, do you have any tips mentally and physically for those people? I do. So the first thing I say to people is forgive yourself for not having done well up to date and know that every single day is a new opportunity to get started. So I try to encourage people to get rid of the mentality of I'll start on Monday next week. So if by Wednesday they're failing with their nutrition goals or their fitness, they throw in the towel, eat like crazy all week because they're starting again on Monday. <laughs> and, you know, it's a mentality I've seen for many, many years. And so I, I encourage people every single day that you wake up is a chance for a new start. And every single meal is a chance for a new start. So if, if you know you've been so bad at lunch, don't throw in the towel and then eat <laughs> awful at dinner time. Say, no, dinner time, I'm going to be good. Um, okay. So I think that's kind of my first mental thing, you know, is jump back on the healthy train on a daily basis. If you fall off at lunchtime, jump back on at dinner. If you miss your workout on Monday, get active on Tuesday. Um, I laugh for those who have been on their healthy journey and have been doing a good job. Wednesday marks the first um, little mini holiday that's going to throw you off. You know, Valentine's Day is full of wine and chocolates and naughty Uh treats. Uh And what I do is I tell people, you know, if on Wednesday you're going to have a little bit of chocolate, that's fine. Just don't let that last all week long. (laughs) <laughs> um, do that you know have your nice Wednesday romantic night and treat yourself but Thursday morning get up same healthy goals um, and then I think nutrition wise I would tell people you know focus one meal at a time a healthy breakfast in my mind is probably the most important for your kids and for yourself kind of set your day up as you mean to go on um, and make sure that you're having protein after your workout so that you're supporting your body to repair itself so they're my main tips for people I love that, Sam. They're so, and they're so attainable and realistic. They're nothing crazy. I, um, those are great tips. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, as a personal trainer, are there any really memorable moments that you have with someone that you've worked with? You know, I've had some fantastic uh, moments and I'm, I'm one of them, to be honest, is with somebody who has become my best friend in life. Um, she's a, a beautiful human being, had struggled with her weight. Her name's Kelly. I'm going to call her out by name. She's, now she's the godmother of my, my triplets. Um, and we met because she was an esthetician and she asked me if I would be willing to trade with her, you know, get my eyebrows done and train her. This was during the days of my um, personal training days, 12 years ago now. And so she did, she joined my boot camp, and I, you know, obviously didn't charge her any fees and she came and then just got into fitness by herself, got into doing DVDs, eating healthy and just kind of seeing her transformation um, into getting into her great body and feeling healthy and seeing her confidence soar and then later on getting married and being a bridesmaid in her wedding. I just, it kind of, for the first time, I got to witness what happens when somebody just embraces who they are, but then strives to be healthier every day. And I actually get emotional actually talking about it, but through that relationship, which started through fitness, I've, I got to watch somebody transform and she's one of the most special people in my life. And, um, and I think sometimes that happens in the fitness world. You know, we're there to build people's confidence as opposed to build their muscles. I say muscles will build themselves. If you can help women, I especially work with women a lot. And if you can help somebody kind of just love who they are in that moment, whether that's overweight, whether that's bigger hips than they need. I'm the sort of, I meet somebody where they are right now on their journey and start that slow journey of building body confidence. And I got to see that and made a best friend out of it. And um, so that's my most memorable training moment. It's a beautiful story because I totally feel um, when you work closely um, with clients, you start to learn things about them that maybe some of their dearest friends or family members don't even know, you know, what they struggle with mentally and what they see in the mirror and what their day to day is like. So I love how that blossomed into something amazing. That's great for Kelly. And I love that you're still friends. She's my literally she's my best friend in life. Um, godmother of my children and you know, now I, she's actually inspired. Her husband was 70 pounds overweight and she has inspired him. And I look at him now and he's hiking and biking and he's lost wow. 60 pounds, only 10 more to go. And he's a big boy, he's six foot four. So, you know, that wow. weight he really needed to lose. And so it just kind of showed me the power of you. It can influence one person. That person can then influence their nearest and dearest. And she's got him eating healthy. And so, you know, I kind of feel you can start that little chain reaction and all of a sudden a generation might be changed. That's great. And that kind of leads me into this question because I've struggled with it and I've known friends and clients and students that have also struggled with it. When you're on that fitness journey and you're starting to see success, sometimes you have people who you thought were close to you that aren't really supporting you um, sort of saying that you're over eat, you're over exercising or you're being obsessive. What piece of advice would you have for people that may be struggling with maintaining their journey and their success, but maintaining the relationships with people in their life? You know, what, what's, what's crazy is I can kind of um, really understand both sides of that equation. I think sometimes our friends and those nearest to us worry if they see us becoming really focused in something else for a couple of reasons. One, they may worry that you're doing too much, but two, they worry because maybe you're not spending as much time with them. 
Um, mm. So I'm a big believer that if when you're on your personal journey and you set your goals, if you kind of involve your nearest and dearest in your goals and ask them up front, like, hey, I need you to support me on this. This is important to me. Um, it's like you're setting yourself up for success. Does that make sense? Um, because I think, too, a lot of the time jealousy happens. I mean, you see the one girlfriend who was the chubby friend that, you know, and that's the way she was perceived was the big personality. Sometimes in friend groups, it's very hard for people to adapt to her blossoming into body confidence and finding herself. And, um, you know, I, I, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's just a reality. People have jealousy and so I tell people, you know, walk in your journey. Um, when you're on a positive path, um, sometimes you have to block out the haters and the negative voices. So there's, yes. there's, there's a positive way in that you can kind of try to bring those people on your journey. You know, if, if you are getting obsessed with the gym, it's a good, the healthiest obsession that you can have. Um, but, you know, maybe try and include your friends because I think that's where within friendships people get disappointed if they don't feel included in your new world. Um, right. So I tell people, if you want to kind of, protect your friendships along the way try and involve your family members and friends as much as possible and who knows maybe you'll change their life as well so true and I love how you you you're very positive and I love how you talk about body confidence so I know you have a son now are the triplets boys or girls I have two beautiful girls and a boy so I have oh, wow. yes I know <laughs> could you imagine when I found out that I was having two girls and a boy which would make it even two girls and two boys felt yeah. very blessed and so my girls are 12 years old um they're growing they're going through all the changes that happen during puberty and right um you know it, it's it's hard I already I hear little things come out of their mouths sometimes where I'm like where did you hear that my child said the other day mommy I feel fat I think my, my one of my friends says I look a little fat <gasps> oh my goodness no you're yeah. just very muscular you're strong you have a very different body type than your friends because she's a little athlete and she's built like me you know big booty and big thighs already right um, but again at home I'm just reinforcing that healthy message I don't allow um with my own within my own family with the boys and the girls um I've made it very clear to my boys that you must never make fun of what your sisters are eating or what they're doing I, I um it, the whole teenage world to me is just going to be a difficult time even for me as a health professional I, I think I'm really going to have to put my skills to the test with my own girls yeah that's scary and I hear that even with boys it's becoming um body conscious boys are being more body conscious, especially if they're involved in sports. Um, like if they're in wrestling, they have to maintain a certain weight or with football. Do you find that your son that you're currently training now that he's 14 and becoming more involved, are you fearful of those types of negative influences that might come to light? You know, already he's experiencing that. He hasn't hit his growth spurt yet. He just turned 14. Um, and you know, he gets short fry and, the, you know, some of his friends at school, he's barely five foot tall and he has friends on his team that are six foot tall. Wow. Um, you know, because some boys just hit their growth spurt early. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's amazing that you ask this question because obviously as a parent, it's really hard when you're, you know, because then he's worried, am I, am I not growing right? Am I going to grow? Um, and so the, the height thing has already been a huge conversation in my family. Um, in terms of his body image, you know, my kids are just pure 
my my um their dad you know was a professional athlete i was a professional athlete so obviously their genetics are a bit more predisposed to being athletic um so i don't worry so much in terms of gaining weight or losing weight so much as i as i worry about height for my boys (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy that it's i feel like your girls are 12 he's 14 it these issues come earlier and earlier. You usually think that, oh, that will happen middle of high school or, you know, early 20s. But I feel like these are issues that are more prevalent the, the younger they are. So I really wanted to ask you because you have your hands full. <laughs> you yeah, almost I have think... a house full of teenagers. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I feel like almost like my own sociology project. Like here I am. I'm raising three kids at the same time at the same age and watching how they each are developing differently. Right. You know, personalities are different, but like you said, the same with the issues that they're going through. I mean, girls tend to grow faster. One of my daughters is way taller than me. She's five foot four already. Wow. And towers over everybody. And she feels a little self-conscious that she's so much bigger than everybody else. Um, So, I, you know, I feel for kids when we were younger, I think it wasn't so scary because maybe somebody may say something to your face and then it's over and done with. Nowadays, people may post stuff on social or they're texting or so these things are actualized now whereas before it may have just been words now people are bullying through Instagram or Facebook and things like that so um, I think as parents our work is really cut out for us and so my approach is incredibly positive everything in my household I just naturally kind of wake up that way I'm like the annoying fairy but um, (laughs) which I know can get old for some people it's unfortunately just who I am Right. Um, but I try to infuse that into my kids. Like no matter what's going on, rise above, don't be part of it. Never be part of the problem. If people are bullying, step aside, um, try to be part of the solution. Um, and then I just want them to love their body. You know, my, my kids are mixed um, ethnicity. My husband's African-American and then I'm mixed. And so, you know, not only do they have the body issues to deal with, they have the race issues as well, mm-hmm. um, you know some may say they're not black enough and you know yeah. all these different things so I think um there's a lot of complex issues that kids have to deal with and as parents it's our job just to try and be that support system and help them deal with it you're so positive I love it I feel it <laughs> I feel it penetrating through the phone it's so great <laughs> um so I wanted to I almost forgot to ask you had mentioned earlier when we chatted um, that you just got back from Colombia. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? I'm sure it's, it has something to do with Herbalife, right? Yes. So I was in Colombia for the past four days. I actually got home um, late last night. So today I'm playing a bit of catch up. But I went out there for several reasons. One was to speak at one of our large events. We have events throughout the year in each country called Extravaganza. And that's where our life distributors come together where they kind of soak up information they get education training um there were maybe four thousand people um that were there wow i was there at that event but i was there to meet with media so as i travel i'm a forward facing spokesperson for the company on our healthy active lifestyle messaging so i did a tv show where i taught some exercises i did some local media where i was talking about you know how obesity is a worldwide epidemic and just kind of the messaging that's important to help people be less sedentary so just kind of I I was over there in like a health advocate role Um, but the most 
special thing that I did. So um, I'm really lucky that I get to work with the Herbalife Family Foundation and they support what's called CASA Herbalifes around the world, which is a lot of them are after school care programs for underprivileged kids where maybe they're from a bad neighborhood and their parents have to work. So rather than them being on the streets after school, they get to go to a center and be taken care of, be given food. Sometimes they're actually orphanages where pe- kids have no parents. And so I got to spend some time teaching the kids fitness on this trip um and so that was amazing I can't even tell you how amazing that was to be with all these little kids teaching them how to dance for um, for a little while and just giving back um, yeah and then I hosted a charity workout where people had to pay to come and work out with me we sold 800 tickets and all of those funds went to the local CASA program so it was a really kind of rewarding trip for me Damn, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it's my you... my 64th country. So over the last six years, I've traveled to 64 countries doing the same thing. I feel like in that one trip, you hit all the points. You did the media, you taught classes, you gave back. I mean, that's amazing. That's, yeah. Congratulations. I feel very lucky. Very Every day, I feel very blessed to be in the position I'm in. So the fact that you travel so much, is it hard for you to maintain... Um, a healthy diet, not everywhere. It's becoming more offered in more facilities and hotels and airports are still on the fence, but like eating healthy while traveling, I find I always hit a, a struggle with that. What What are your solutions? Yeah, you know what? It's very true. Um, it's very tricky um, to, to be healthy on the road, you know, and that's where for me um, supplements come in. So I always travel with my protein shake everywhere I go. I take a brand new one with me and I have my shaker cup so that I can always make sure that I'm getting my protein needs throughout the day. Um, I always keep protein bars in my purse. Um, I've learned, you know, I've been to countries like India where, you know, maybe you, the local food upsets your tummy. And so at, during that time, I heavily rely on my um, Herbalife nutrition products. I take them with me so that if I am struggling, I can um, just stick with having some some healthy shakes. So I kind of feel, you know, it's it's it is tricky, but there there are often, like you said, on the menus is healthy options. Um but I would love to say that I am just normal human. And every now and again, you know, I was in Colombia and empanadas are one of their local foods and I wanted to try it. So I, I still have a naughty treat every once in a while too. Yeah, I, I love that. you. I love how transparent you are because I think also you're traveling. It's not like you're having it every day. And I'm, I'm, I don't believe in deprivation because I feel like that leads to overeating. Would you agree? I would agree 100% in that people, when they go onto these diets where they say it's a no carb diet or a low carb diet, or they're cutting out a whole food group, I think they're just setting themselves up for failure because, you know, if I woke up tomorrow and said, I am going to cut out chocolate forever, I would probably think about chocolate every day because we <laughs> love it. But knowing that, you know what, I'm not going to eat chocolate every day, but on a Friday after work, it's kind of my nice treat. Um, you yeah. Know, Exactly. I think it's all about, and I think it also sets um, control, right? Because you need that control in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle. But at the same time, I feel like I would totally agree. You're just setting yourself up for uh, a pretty disastrous result. Yeah. So I, my rule is 80 20. If you can focus on being good 80% of the week and naughty on 20, then you'll, you'll manage to find balance. I love that. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so 
a couple more questions. I'm curious to know, what are your um, Herbalife favorites? You had mentioned you pack your protein bars, you have your shakes. Are there any specific favorites that you have? Yes, so I have a couple of favorites. So one of one of our like staple products is called Formula One and it's a meal replacement shake. And they have this cafe latte flavor and I have it for breakfast every day. So it's about, works out to about 210 calories once it's made. I actually add a little coffee to it. So it's like my own homemade fancy coffee in the morning. But nice. it's, you know, 21 vitamins and minerals. I've got my right amount of protein, um, carbs and fats. So it's a meal replacement shake. So that's definitely one of my favorite because it tastes yummy. Um, they have a tea product that I absolutely love. It's like an instant tea. Being British, you know, we love our tea. <laughs> <laughs> But then we have a product that's, we have a couple of different product lines. And one of them is specifically for athletes. It's called Herbalife 24. It's NSF tested for sport, meaning that athletes can take it without worrying about banned substances. Nice. Um, so although I'm not an athlete anymore in terms of, you know, a real one, I'm, I'm now a mom athlete. Um, <laughs> they have this one shake. It's, um, it's called Rebuild Strength. It has 20 grams of protein in it and it's chocolate flavor. And it literally tastes like chocolate milk when you make it. So um that's my one that I take and never forget to take it on the road with me I'm, I'm that one that's on the plane shaking up a shake and people asking me questions of course <laughs> so they are like my staples formula one shake the tea and rebuild strength they're my absolute kind of must-haves in my bag at all times this is a bit of a selfish question when I was pregnant I was on the hunt for a shake because I was able to be active throughout my entire pregnancy and um I couldn't find a shake that was clean enough. Everything had a lot of additives and things that I just didn't want to mess with. Does Herbalife have anything that you would recommend for expecting moms or nursing moms? So, you know, I, I believe that anybody who's pregnant should obviously always contact their doctor before they start adding any form of supplements to their diet, kind of run it by and, and check it. But we have um, a formula one that's an allergen free Um that's a you know a replacement shake and obviously when you're pregnant you're not doing a meal replacement shake maybe no. you're adding a shake in addition to your meals you you know wouldn't be having a shake as your lunch you, you wouldn't be getting enough calories um, no <laughs> yeah but you know um I can share that we are delving into as a company without giving out away too many secrets um with a product that's specially designed for new moms um Ooh. it's yes it's one to look out for um, but, you know, the majority of our products, you know, they're, they're nutritional products. It's like food in a can, basically. They're not medicines or anything like that. And so, um, you know, just in the same, a multi, we have a multivitamin, more than safe to take. But again, I'm just always very cautious um, that people, before they add supplements to their diet when they're pregnant, because, you know, you shouldn't make too many big changes when you're, no. when you're expecting, you know, People used to think you had to stop exercising. Now doctors tell you, no, just do everything that you used to do. And so um, no big changes, but our product range is completely safe. Yeah. I, I asked because I, I found myself to be hungry more, obviously, but I didn't want a lot of expecting moms use that as a reason to overeat the wrong yeah. way. And I wanted to make sure I was making smart choices. Um, you know, on the road, you know, your life doesn't stop when you're pregnant if, you, if you're if you not 
bedridden or anything like that. So I think that that was a question that I had myself and that I often was asked for by friends that that became pregnant after me. So that's good to know. And I totally agree. You should def everybody's different. So you should definitely consult your doctor first. But I'm excited to hear about that new product you have in the line. I'll keep a lookout. I know. Maybe <laughs> maybe once it's launched, we'll get on another um, another call so I can talk all about it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That would be great. So just to end, I'm curious to know anything coming up, any videos that you'd love to share with us? I mean, I find the videos very friendly and easy to follow. Is there anything that you'd love to share? Yeah, so two things actually. So we have a brand new um, fitness portal where people can go and do their exercise and choose from lots of different trainers. Like you said, you know, the, the fitness world is small. So I brought in a couple of my fitness friends to do videos for us. So we have everything from yoga and Pilates to dance to functional fitness. And that is um, at video.herbalife.com. So fitness.video.herbalife.com. People can go there, but I'd actually love to share that um, to keep an eye out on Facebook. So I, I already told you I'm a huge fan of charity. Um, I, I love giving back. And so um, the third weekend in March, I'm going to be doing a Facebook live workout for Herbalife Family Foundation. And it's going to be worldwide and people can donate on Facebook. And um, we'll have a donate now button, but we're going to do a one hour workout that's at LA Live. Um, we're taking over the whole plaza. We're expecting three to 4,000 people to show up. Um, we've done it once before. And all of that money is, is raised, um, goes, all of it goes directly to the charity um, to provide healthy meals and activities for kids. So um, they're the two things I would love to highlight. A little bit of charity and join my site and have me in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Sam. And I will definitely make sure to get the full details of that included in your interview that you recently did for my blog as well, because I think it's very important to give back. And I, I think this is a great initiative. So I'll definitely make sure to share. Oh, thank you so much, Nadia. It's been a joy to be on with you today. I'm so glad we chatted. I feel like I know you already. <laughs> Perfect. Whenever you need me, just let me know. I'd love to keep I will. up. And Thanks, Sam. I'll talk to you soon. And thank you for being on the Nadia Murdoch Fit Mind and Body Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye.